Martin Limon has created my favorite crime-solving team since, and perhaps including, Holmes and Watson. He's taken a perfectly balanced union of opposites and put them into a whole landscape of opposites. Army grunts versus army brass. The rigidity and pragmatism of the U.S. 8th Army versus the truculence and tradition of Korean officialdom. On a larger scale, the permanent war between North and South Korea. It's in the intermittently neutral spaces between all these grinding jaws that Limon sets the stories in which George Sueño and Ernie Bascom write wrongs caused by crime, betrayal, stupidity, misunderstanding, prejudice, drugs, and heartbreak. This is American-occupied Cold War South Korea, long after the armistice that resolved nothing and long before the miracle explosion of the economy. So in addition to all the other opposites in Limon's books and stories, we have a vast economic and political division between haves and have-nots, between the powerful and the weak. Martin Limon owns this world in a way that very few writers can claim their setting and characters. He learned it firsthand, over the course of a decade spent with the army in Korea. Like George Sueño, he opened himself to Korean culture and learned the language. Like Ernie Bascom, who will walk through a wall when it's the shortest distance between two points, he developed a healthy loathing for the cover-your-ass obstructionism of army procedure. So he had the experience to tell these stories. But hundreds of thousands of people graduated from that same school of experience, and none of them came up with George and Ernie. None of them came up with the AWOL soldiers in the bill. None of them came up with the tragically exploited working girls, the army's boneheaded officers and lost boys, the hard-eyed Korean cops, the whole landscape of want and desperation, invisibly layered with a rich and deeply spiritual culture thousands of years old. And that's because Martin Limon is a writer of the very first rank. He's a poet of the people, although without the political connotations that phrase might suggest. He looks at people of at least two cultures, and at every level, and he sees all the way through them, and then he uses his gifts to put them on the page so fully the reader feels that he or she can walk around them. And then, sometimes, he allows them to be broken into tiny pieces, and as we readers retreat to our fundamental conceptions of right and wrong, and our comfortable certainty that right will prevail, George and Ernie's investigation reminds us forcefully that in this particular world, that's often not the case. Sometimes tiny victories are the only ones in sight.